Howdy doody, everybody. Welcome to another Homebrew Podcast. This time, we have Perth, duo, couple, parents, the money war. Yeah, yeah. Just really, really busy people doing good things. But uh, yeah, very, very excited about this one. Uh, we've been onto the money war stuff for, I don't know how long, but not long enough, I reckon. But we got onto them at a good time. And again, it's no coincidence. They've <laughs> done hugely good things since. But uh, no, in all seriousness, very, very excited about this chat. We cover everything from, yeah, their newborn to how the two met and then formed what we know now as the Money War and excitingly, the new album that they have coming for us. And if you're listening straight away, you, you won't be able to listen to it yet, but come Friday, do listen to that new album. It's called Morning People. It's available everywhere. Great stuff from, from a Perth artist that we have really been enjoying. Yeah, available Friday the 20th of November. It is about, it's literally an album dedicated to their child. I mean, there's lots of songs on it which are, she didn't say necessarily that it was about life before having a kid, but some of the themes on it sort of touch on like a final hurrah. It's the process, I think, the process. Yeah. But um, it, yeah, beautiful music and, and a beautiful album nonetheless. So do check it out and do enjoy our chat with Carmen from The Money War. Now, the, we understand you've just had a baby. So firstly, congratulations. Uh, oh, how, how have the first few months been as a mother? Um, it's been it's been great. I mean, it's like I've always I've always wanted to be a mum. So it's it's definitely um, it's it's like crazy hard and like exhausting. But it's yeah, it's, you know, one of the most life changing, amazing things as well. It's it's something that, that we've been wondering as, as well, and like you kind of think about from the perspective of unchild having non-child having <laughs> younger men. But what's it like? I mean, is is it a real perspective? You mentioned it changes your perspective. Does it change your whole outlook on life, and and also like how you're approaching your music and things like that? Has it had that great of an impact? Yeah, it does. I mean, it's like it's like for for once in our lives, we're having to like think about someone other than ourselves, you know, in a really huge way. And like, I don't know, it just makes you think about what's important and things like that. You know, you just stop worrying about little things that really don't matter. It's like you've got this little life in your hands now that, you know, we're trying to to bring him up, you know, to be a good person and have a have a happy life and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it just changes the way you think about all that. It's funny you mentioned that you have to think about someone other than yourselves because I had a similar experience. I just like took like my nephews to the shopping center and it was like the first time I'd really done it. So I just mm. got out of the car and then my girlfriend's like getting them out of the like the booster seats. I'm like, oh yeah, hang on. This is going to take a bit more time than it usually does. Like you have to sort of prepare mentally for to add an extra possible 20 to 50 minutes for any activity you do. Yeah, yeah, you definitely um, have to kind of um, get used to not having control over everything, especially time. Yeah, it's like, yeah, everything takes twice as long to do. How is that for you? Are you a very punctual person? Do you like to be on time? I do like to be on time, yeah. So um, it's been, yeah, it's, it takes a bit of getting used to, but um, I think we're getting the, getting the swing of it a bit now. But we actually played a gig just recently. Um, it was like our first gig since we've had Jack. And he ended up coming with us, um, with Dylan's mum looking after him. And, yeah, it was a lot harder than I'd expected, just having him there and, like, having to 
you know, cart more things around and, yeah. <laughs> you thought getting all the equipment on stage was a hassle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I imagine also like at the back of your mind as you're playing is like, oh, well, what's, what's Jack doing? How is he and stuff like that? You know, it's still so fresh for you. Yeah, it was. It's a, kind of a weird thing, but um, I think we'll get used to it and like at least we've got some great babysitters around, so that helps. <laughs> Certainly does. And the, the song that we came in off, Beautiful You, that's actually – a song dedicated to a newborn, is that correct? Yeah, so we wrote it um, like before he was born, but we were, you know, sort of anticipating his birth and imagining what it would be like taking home this little guy and, yeah, bringing him into the world. So, um, yeah, it's sort of an, in anticipation of him. It's it's a beautiful track, but it's it's also a kind of beautiful relationship you share with Dylan and and how kind of it's formed the Money War. How did you guys meet? Was it was it as part of the band or was it prior to that? No, we met before the Money War existed. So we both used to play in two different bands in Perth, and we we knew each other for quite a few years, um, just playing around town together. And we had the same manager actually, so she would put us on a lot of the same shows. So we just got to know each other through that and then um, I ended up singing some backing vocals on one of his songs, um, on one of his albums. And, yeah, so we, we kind of started making music together in that way and then both of our bands um, just ended around the same time actually. So it just made sense to start making music together because we'd, we'd started dating and then then we started making music together. That's a beautiful way to come together too, very organic by the sounds of things and yeah now you've got a four-month-old baby together you've got the money war who are doing fantastic things uh you mentioned gigging earlier because you both are you're in perth so it means you lucky ducks over there can actually go on tour um you've also got one planned so that that's still going ahead despite covid and the newborn baby yep Yep, um, just around WA at the moment. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting over east again. Hopefully that's not too far away. Yeah, well, we'd love to see you at this way. So tell us about the the gigs that you have up in Perth. Um, the gigs that we have coming up, we've got one at Fremantle Arts Centre um, on the 29th of November and we've got a few little um, kind of um, chilled out um, semi-acoustic um, evening shows. Um, in in Perth, around Perth. So, yeah, we're doing some – we're sort of stripping it back a bit more because with this album it it's like a lot more song-based to us and it's not like we didn't want to have these rock shows at at pubs and stuff. We want it to be – obviously we've got a baby around as well, so it makes more sense for us. But, um, yeah, we just re- really want to showcase all of the songs rather than making it a big um, performance, if you know what I mean. We spoke a little bit before about, uh, you know, like this year you've had your child, you've got an album on the way. Amidst it all, there's a global crisis and your band, The Money War, has been doing remarkably well, just kicking goals left, right and centre. How's that been to, to manage all of that throughout 2020? Yeah, it's been very strange. Um, I definitely didn't expect the year to go the way it did. But funnily enough, it kind of worked for us because obviously we were planning to um, kind of lay low a little bit um, mid-year when we had the baby and everything. So we weren't planning to tour, so none of that really affected us because we weren't planning to anyway. Um, and we started, like, doing a lot more co-writing because um, we actually we got a publishing deal this year 
Um, and that's they've been hooking up a lot of co-writes for us. So we've been co-writing with a lot of um, artists on the East Coast, which normally because we're in Perth, that would make it really hard because we would, you know, be a bit like um, a bit of an outsider because we can't meet with people in person, but then everyone is doing it over Zoom these days. So we're like not really disadvantaged so where you know, normally we would be. Yeah, I saw you did um, co-writing with Tim from Holy Holy and there was, there was a whole range of people, yeah. like you said, from over here on the East Coast. But we spoke to Jack from Psychedelic Porn Crumpets a couple of weeks ago and the description he gave us of the Perth music scene was every, it was very interconnected and friendly and open and welcoming and everyone seems to know one another, which I guess is sort of evident through how you and Dylan got together. But how has your experience been with the music scene in Perth? Yeah, the, the Perth music scene is very um, like a real little community. Um, it's always been pretty tight knit. I guess because we, because it's harder for us to get over east, we've you know built our own little base here. <laughs> um, and yeah, everyone everyone knows each other, which is kind of cool because you end up like doing a lot of collaborating and. Um, yeah, just get to knowing everyone and like, yeah, no, I, I think it's a nice little thing we have in Perth. And then since since COVID happened, um, everyone's just been doing these little like tours around WA, like regional shows and things like that. So it's nice to have those opportunities open up. You show offs. I, I was going to say, I suppose this is like Perth's opportunity finally to just give the big middle finger to the East exactly. Coast because usually it's the other way around. Like, are you guys amongst the Perth music community and the Perth and Western Australian community more generally? Are you more excited about secession from the rest of Australia than you've ever been? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like, yeah, because when you're from Perth, everyone's like, oh, Perth's just so far away and, you know, like, like poor Perth. But, you know, we've actually. We've actually done a right out of this, so. <laughs> One thing uh, we're always, always curious about, and this one in particular, I remember when we, when we first played you guys, we had a little back and forth about your name, The Money War. Where did that one come from? Um, that was Dylan's idea. We, we had tossed a few names around. Um, I think it took us longer to come up with the band name than actually, like, write an album. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the, the first EP that we released um, had a lot of songs that were, like, about, you know, that that struggle with, like, trying to earn money and have a real job and trying to be a creative and being in the music industry. Because, you know, how I think anyone in the, in the music industry or any kind of creative industry would know that, you know, you go to a family gathering and they're like, oh, how's your music going? How's your little band going? Like, they, people don't really see it as, like, a career path. But, Not even a government, evidently. Exactly. So we've it's it's just all about that. It's like struggling with trying to make a career out of what you what you love doing, which is music and and yeah, it's like trying to find that balance between having some job that brings in the money until your music career can bring in money. It's interesting because we spoke to a local artist last week and she sort of said the same thing. People would ask her what she did and she'd be like, Oh, I'm a musician and they say, Oh, cool, but like what but else what do you, you do? actually do? Yeah, exactly. like how do you yeah. earn money? And she's like, well, music. Music is what I do. Um, mm. But I am curious, what other band names were tossed around? If you said it was a lengthy process, there must have been a few that didn't quite make the final. Oh, there's a whole list. I'd have to get the list out. But there were some really <laughs> – there were some silly ones like, um, I don't know, Dylan had like Hank Holiday. <laughs> Hank Holiday. Uh, it, sounds like, it sounds like a joke. It sounds um, like a like a Wayne's World type spoofy movie. 
Yeah, or like um, some kind of like cowboy themed guy who is a, a DJ, you know, like a DJ name. You know, they always have those <laughs> yeah, names yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, like the gimmicky DJ, like kind of like yeah, yeah. trumpet, or but not. Not quite. Yeah, where it's like a bit of a twist on on a famous person's name or something. Um, your your new album, Morning People. We're going to get into it very soon. Out, we're very excited to premiere as well a track from that one. It will be out this Friday, uh, the twentieth. Now, how many songs? Well, we've been speaking to artists lately, and they've been talking a lot about the process of cutting songs down. And how many songs did you have initially for this? And how did you go about kind of? figuring out what was the, the final final product? Um, so for this album, it ended up at nine tracks. I think we had about probably like 15 or something like thrown around. Um, and for this album, it just was quite obvious what the theme was. So that helped us narrow it down because it was all written like when we found out that we were going to have a baby. So there was definitely a few songs that we were like, oh, it just doesn't really – like it's not really about the same theme as everything else. So that helped. Um, but, yeah, it's usually just – it's not always a theme thing, though. It just happened to be for this one. Like in the past it's just been um, cutting out songs that that we don't – like if we can't listen to them over and over and over and we're, you know, we're getting sick of them, then it's like we find it hard to put that in the album even though – I don't know if maybe we're we're not very good judges of of it when we've been listening to them like a million times, but yeah, it's it's quite remarkable as well for for young Jack who wouldn't even really be conscious necessarily of what's going on now, but he'll have this kind of fantastic body of work to mark his entry into the world, and <laughs> and he will always be able to listen to that. I think that's really really beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I hope he likes our music when he's old enough to realise. <laughs> he'll Mom probably hate it. Yeah, he probably would have heard it too much and then he'll probably hate it. I don't know. We've been we've been joking that one day he'll have a band called Fleetwood Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're That's probably cool. close to bordering on copyright infringements, but we like the name. I like a good pun, so I do appreciate that. Yeah, well, maybe he can be a DJ and that can be his DJ. <laughs> They seem to get away with it a lot easier. Mm. Um, the new album is called Morning People. Uh, why did you go with that one for the album name? It's the first track off the album, but is it anything more than that? Um, well, obviously having a baby makes you a morning person, whether you like <laughs> it or not. Um, and we knew that that was going to happen. So we think that was one of the earlier songs that we wrote, actually. Um, and like that that phrase just came out, Morning People. Um and, and I just really summed it up because even before Jack was born, we were like, we just found ourselves like changing our mindset to being more like, let's get up in the morning nice and early and get stuff done and, you know, water the garden and, you know, do all that kind of stuff. And I don't know, just, we just, life became about more than going out and getting drunk and sleeping until midday. So, <laughs> but it's a rite of passage as well. Yeah. One yeah, thing, you got to do it. Definitely. Uh, one thing I was interested in as well, we understand there's a bit of a Slovakian influence when it comes to the album artwork. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So, um, we actually just stumbled across this guy's artwork online. I can't even remember how I found it. It just popped up somewhere when we were, um, looking at, trying to find, like, um, ideas for what we wanted the visuals to be for this album. And um, 
yeah, I just emailed him and was like, you know, we really love your art. Do you want to make something for our album? And we sent him all the songs. I think, like, they weren't quite finished yet, but we just sent him all the songs and we said, like, listen to this. And we had to, had to like, type out all the lyrics to all the songs because some of it was a bit hard to understand exactly what we were saying. And I think he still, like, couldn't quite grasp some of the things that we're talking about because of the language barrier. Um, but he did an amazing job. I think he really he nailed um, the album cover, just really suited the, the theme of the album to me. And that whole album, as we've touched on throughout this whole course of the interview, really is dedicated uh, to your four-month-old Jack uh, Drive. Can you tell us what this song's about? Yeah, it's um, it's funny talking about, you know, like the idea of going out and getting drunk and sleeping in and all that. It's kind of, it's about the idea of the song was like, um, you know, like a late night party and then um, driving back home, that first thing in the morning, like getting up early and driving back home, but you're kind of hungover like that. But that feeling like, well, we're imagining like driving up the coast because we go down south quite a lot and like we were playing shows down there. And you always have, like, a really big night when you have a show down. We go to, like, Margaret River and play down there. Um, and then it's always just something really nice about that drive home, though, even though you kind of feel like shit. It's like <laughs> windows down, crank some music, you've got even best mates in the car. That's just, like, kind of the vibe of the song. And I, I don't know, for me it sort of has, like, a, a slightly different sound to, like, the rest of the music you've released so far. Was that sort of like a conscious decision for this song or was it just sort of the way um, it took you? Yeah, no, it wasn't a conscious thing, but um, it just suited the song, like it just suited what the song was about, I think. And it was funny because like it's actually one of the songs that I was a bit like, mm, does it fit because it sounds a bit different. It's sort of like it's not like it's not, you know, completely fitting with the theme and everything, but in a way it still worked, so yeah. Well, we're going to play it for you right now. It's premiere. Really, really excited about this one. Uh, brand new, not even released quite yet. It's called Drive. It's the Money War. It's off their brand new album, Morning People, a ode to the hungover drive home after a big night with a smile on your face. Thank you so much, Carmen, for joining us on the line. We wish you all the very best uh, with all the, the excitement to come with your newborn Jack and also the album release. Thanks, guys.